I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight we hear the story of Bonaventure, a friar, a bishop, and a teacher of the faith in the 13th century. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 35, on page 310 of the prayer book. Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me, and fight against those who fight against me. Take up the shield and buckler, and stand up to help me. Bring forth the spear and bar the way against those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be confounded and put to shame who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and brought to confusion who imagine evil against me. Let them be as chaff before the wind, and let the angel of the Lord scatter them. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord pursue them. For they have secretly laid their net to destroy me without a cause. Indeed, without a cause, they have made a pit to take away my life. Let sudden destruction come upon them unawares, and the net, which they have laid secretly, catch themselves, that they may fall into their own trouble. Then shall my soul be joyful in the Lord. I shall rejoice in his salvation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. 
Amen. Tonight I want to tell you a story about Bonaventure. He was born in 1217, around that time at least, in Bagnoregio. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, a small town in central Italy. Bonaventure was a theologian, a philosopher, a university professor, a Franciscan monk, and a cardinal bishop of Albano. There's no significant legends nor great stories to share about Bonaventure. He's honored not because of miracles or great feats, but because he held great office with humility and charity. And that's what's often, sadly, so rare in our world, to hold great office and to hold it with humility and charity. It's not surprising because Bonaventure was influenced by St. Francis of Assisi, who was known for his humility and his charity. We don't know if they ever met one another, because St. Francis would have died when Bonaventure was nine, but we know that Bonaventure was enthralled with the stories of St. Francis, even as a child. The order of the Franciscans, those who were following Francis's rule of life, they were growing throughout Italy and throughout Europe. And Bonaventure would go on to write a biography about St. Francis's life. And his whole life sought to live according to that biography, that humility and charity that St. Francis lived out as a reflection of Jesus Christ. Writing about the Franciscans' humble beginnings as an order, he writes this, he says, Do not be upset that in the beginning the friars were simple and unlettered. This ought rather to strengthen your faith in the order. For I acknowledged before God that what made me love the life of Blessed Francis so much was the fact that it resembled the beginning and growth of the church. As the church began with simple fishermen and afterwards developed to include renowned and skilled doctors, so you will see it to be the case in the order of the Blessed Francis. In this way, God shows that it was not founded by the prudence of men, but by Christ. What I love about Bonaventure is when you look at iconography of him, pictures and paintings, he's always depicted wearing his humble Franciscan friar's robes underneath his cardinal vestments. He's got these beautiful vestments of a cardinal, and yet underneath those humble brown Franciscan robes. In a world full of status and power, Bonaventure held his authority, his position, with great humility and charity. He rose to a great position and in the process did not lose himself. I love the fact that within our tradition still, we don't always practice it specifically on Sunday mornings in the way we vest. But it's an option. And certainly whether we wear it or not, it's something that we have to wear in our hearts. There's something called a maniple, which is a little piece of the vestment that's a cloth attached to the priest's wrist. It just hangs over the wrist. 
It attaches there. You may have seen this sometimes when you look at some traditional pictures of clergy. And the maniple is worn by the priest as a reminder that their life is one of service. It's meant to be a towel, like from John 13, washing one another's feet. And it reminds priests that they are always to be the servant that Christ has called them to be. That within our orders, even if, even as you were first ordained as a deacon and then a priest and then some to bishop, we never stop being deacons. I'm a priest, but I'm also always a deacon, a diaconos, a servant. And that maniple is a reminder. It's that rub that we have in this world when it comes to leadership. Because the world tells us that we should grab power and authority and use it. But Jesus says something different about authority. He says, the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Stories like Bonaventure, the great cardinal, is a story about a man who never forgot that he was a simple friar. He was always a monk. He was always a servant. He was always called to a life of simplicity because he would know himself always to be a great sinner rescued by grace alone. A simple monk seeking to conform all aspects of his life to Christ. We need more Bonaventures today. I need more of Bonaventure in me. This is the story of Bonaventure, the story of an ordinary saint God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, 
and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude with prayer number 15 on page 650. It's a prayer for monastic orders and vocations. And you and I may not ourselves be called to the monastic life. Maybe you are. But we know that people are called to it, called to that life of humble prayer and dedication and obedience. But whether we're called or not, much of the monastic life, much of the habits and practices, these are things that should reflect on our lives as well. O Lord Jesus Christ, you became poor for our sake, that we might be made rich through your poverty. Guide and sanctify, we pray, those whom you call to follow you in poverty, chastity, and obedience, that by their prayer and service they may enrich your church, and by their life and worship may glorify your name. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest. <laughs>